Are you still at school? Yes, I we had a we went and had a fun practice and we went to uh, mini golf and then I was back here talking to the AD kind of hashing out some different things for the next couple of days and and I was like I'm just gonna do it here so yes <laughs> mini golf seems like a bad day for that it was indoor and it was the glow in the dark the new one have you heard Who's of that? it in St. Joe you know the uh, the axe factor and where River Bluff Bur- Brewery is mm-hmm it's like right there. And so it's, uh-huh. it's glow in the dark um, mini golf and it's inside. So it was kind of just a team building, team bonding kind of practice day. And it worked out because it was kind of gross and rainy. So whatever. Yes, it was really fun, though. You should check it out. There's like 18 holes and it's like eight bucks for the 18 holes. And they're not like super big, but I will say they were like kind of challenging. So sometimes, you know, in the smaller places, they're not as challenging or fun, but they were great. So how has this week been? Um, has it felt different? Um, no, I was I'll say no, it hasn't. Um, it's just, you know, just another day of soccer. Um, it's been, we're out of school. So our practice time, we've been practicing um, at noon kind of to get ready for that, that game time um, on Saturday. But um, I wouldn't say so. I think we're just kind of, you know, just another day, get to do what we love. So fun that's fun that's fun um and so you know like I told you um beforehand we're gonna talk about you here um and kind of uh get your story out there um and you know it's usually easy to start from the beginning um you know for you when did that passion and love for soccer begin well, I can, I've been playing soccer my whole life, um, but really just been playing, honestly, sports my whole life. Um, I remember playing Y ball at the YMCA and, and whatnot, but um, I grew up with a, my dad was very into sports. And so that is where a lot of my passion comes from for sports, but soccer wise, it's just, I don't, I, you know, it's just always was kind of there. I watched my older sister play. Um, and I was always at her games and I started at a young age, but I think I was really lucky because right when the U.S. women's soccer team started getting really big was when I really started like falling, I would say, really in love with the sport because um, that was kind of, I, you know, they, they, they were blowing up the sport in itself. And so I think that was a big part of it. Like I remember skipping school to go watch them in like the final or a championship. And everyone's like, you get a leave for soccer. Like, yeah, I'm going to go watch this game. Like, um, so I grew up watching me at hand. And I, I would say that that's kind of where that's, if I had to pinpoint like something that really like stuck with me that, you know, has driven me would be that group of, 91ers that they call them and Mia Hamm was like my idol I love everything about Mia Hamm and so um that is really I think where it kind of came from but then I lived and breathed soccer like I played in Kansas City and um I started off in St. Joe and then I had a coach who um he was from England and he had twin girls and he really um pushed me um and then he ended up moving but he kind of was like if you're serious about this you need to you know head to Kansas City because that that's where you know it's 
that's where you need to be right now for the sport. And so without kind of him, I don't know if I would have really ever, you know, went further than what I did. And so he was, I would say, kind of a big influence as well. Um, just with the passion that I have, I, I think with soccer. So. And so, it, but it has to feel good um, to see that sport grow, um, you know, and it, it's even tougher in women's sports, you know, even on the male side, soccer in America has never really been popular. I, you know, I think it is growing um, in popularity, um, but it has to feel good to see that growth, um, to see now that the women's team is going to get equal pay. Um, that has to feel good though, right? And see that, you know, maybe that helps your sport, your favorite sport grow as well. Um, so that, you know, we continue to, you know, <laughs> get better athletes into that sport. For sure. And that was like, you know, I graduated from a blonde and I, pl I played there. Like that's where I played the sport that I love. And so when I went back to coach there, it, it was, you know, everything that I really could have wanted. Um, but then I was approached with this opportunity of starting the program and it's just, this sport is so amazing. And I, I love it so much that it was really hard to just not pass up the opportunity to bring it to a community who has never, you know, they've never had a reason to play, um, the sport because why would you, when your high school doesn't offer it. And so it's just been super amazing to watch it grow within this school, even in the last two years. Um, as a fourth grade teacher, you know, I get to interact a lot with the younger ages. And so I have girls coming up and saying, Hey, I signed up for soccer. I'm playing soccer this season. And, and so it's just really cool. And I actually, um, there's a documentary on the 91ers, um, is what they called the group of amazing soccer players that were back you know, with me and ham and whatnot, there's like seven of them. And I had the girls watch this documentary this year, because I feel like there was a point in our season where we needed like a recharge. It became a job and this sport should never be a job. It should be something that you enjoy and that you love doing. And so we watched that video and it was, I think really good for the girls because they were able to see that this is us on a small scale. And so they are bringing that soccer journey of their own, just like those 91ers did to maybe Cannon and is in inspiring so many younger girls in this community. And so it was, I think it was a good like connection for them um, because, and it's hard sometimes for me to like realize like they haven't played their whole life. They don't have like that, passion from a young age like like I do and so just trying to give them a new perspective of you know why do we play this sport what's the, what's the point of the sport like who who were the people who were the forefront for the sport and so that was really it's just really cool to think about it that way like we're our, like we're doing that same thing but on a smaller scale so it's awesome yeah there, there's a couple of things I'd like to unpack there um you know, because two things that stood out to me, and um, one is because, you know, I've always said that if I wanted to get into coaching, um, I'd really only want to go back to my alma mater to do it. Um, so we'll start there. And and I also understand your reason for going to Mid Buchanan, because there is something cool about 
building something yourself. How difficult was that decision? And in the end, what was it that pushed you towards Fawcett? It was, it was really hard, um, especially because that group of seniors that I left um, was the group that graduated last year. Um, and they were such an amazing group of girls. And they were kind of that last group that I kind of really got to know because COVID hit. And so it was really hard to make the decision because I truly had already built such a relationship with the girls. Um, but the season that I made the decision was the season that got canceled because of COVID. And so it was easier to step away at that time because we didn't have a season. Um, but in the end, teaching here makes so much difference and not really being able to be at LeBlanc every single day. And I've realized this just as a teacher, it, it makes a huge difference. Like I get to see my players, even though I'm not on the high school side, I get to see them and have interaction with them on a daily basis. And so to me, it just helps me as a coach be a better coach when I get to have that close of an interaction with them more on a daily basis. Um, and I really love it out here. I, you know, and it's just, it's a, it's a great place to be. And it just made a lot of sense too from being here. And then instead of, you know, having to drive back into town to practice and, you know, just a lot of different factors. And it's hard to, as a elementary teacher, if I were to have to leave for a bus, to get into LeBlanc to, to get on the bus and whatnot. And so it was a hard decision, but in the end, this was a very smart decision just in practical. Um, but to be honest, I love, like it was such a great decision just because like I said, I love being here as a teacher and I get to build so much relationship with the, with the girls coming up. And just like that piece alone is, is really awesome. Um, and then the other part that stood out to me was, um, and I think you could sense, you know, your love for the sport. Um, is there anything that sticks out from when you were a small child or, you know, even today, what really stands out to you? Is there anything specific that you love most about that sport? And I know that is almost an impossible question to ask. So maybe, maybe it's better to go with what my original question, what was it at an early age that caught your eye? Oh, man, I don't know. That's so hard. Um, I have, I really love to, and I was the same way I would say with basketball because I played basketball and soccer mostly, but I love to create, like I'm kind of like a playmaker as an athlete, like myself. And so one of the, my favorite things about soccer is there's no set, you don't set anything up. You know, it, it's, it's you create it as you play. And to me, that makes soccer one of the most difficult sports. You can set up a football play and run it. You can set up a basketball play and run it. But with soccer, you purely have to know what the defense is doing. You have to be able to find an open player and just I think that aspect of it is something that I love. I was also really good at it, but 
um, I, I, I played up um, when I was younger too. So I liked the challenge playing against girls who were much older than me. And I played with them. There was a competitive team in St. Joe called the sidekicks. That's what they were called. And so I played with them for the longest time. Um, and that was just a great group of girls that I got to play with as well. And I kind of looked up to them once I played with them, you know, in high school and everything. But I also, I love all and just letting them finish and setting people up in that, in that way. Um, so I, I don't know, it's, that's really hard. I just, I, I like to create and, and in soccer, you're really able to create different things wherever you're at. Just yeah. everything about everything about it. It's hard to pinpoint. I like it all. Yeah, yeah. and I, I know. And it's, it's a tough question to ask because, um, you know, even think back to when I was a kid, I don't know what it was that stood out exactly and what gets you into it. But um, it's always interesting to find out um, the different reasons um, for that. Um, so then like when you got it could to also be, it was the one sport my dad didn't play. So he couldn't coach me and yell at me like he did in all my other sports. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that is uh, fairly common, um, uh, around here, um, which is also probably a great, uh, great reason to, you know, choose mid Buchanan is I imagine there aren't a lot of dads that played soccer. So not a lot. It's so funny to hear them because they're learning with the girls, really. And so it's 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 great. Yes, yes. I, I, I have also heard them um, covering those games and not really understanding. But <laughs> yeah, they try hard. Um, so, you know, after high school, when you went to Truman, um, was that always the plan was to coach soccer? No. Um, so I had come back and I was doing my student teaching, um, here at Mid Buchanan, but I went to a LeBlanc soccer game. And at the time, my former coach, um, coach Sullivan, Jeff Sullivan was the principal at LeBlanc. And I just happened to mention to him, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm back in town if you need any help with girls soccer. Um, because the one thing I've realized with soccer players is we can't stay away from the sport. Like we cannot stay away. No matter what, we're going to find a way to get on the field and, and playing. And so I kind of had just mentioned it to him just, you know, randomly. And he's like, you know what? I actually might, I actually might need, I might actually have something for you. So I ended up just doing um, assistant uh, coaching there. And so it was never really something that I, like, I've always like kind of wanted to coach, but I didn't know that that opportunity would ever really arise for me because Mid Buchanan I knew didn't have soccer. And at the time I had, I think already signed a contract to teach here. And so it was really just super random how I ended up getting, um, on at LaPlante and then ended up, they kind of had joked with me for a long time about come here and start a soccer program and then they were like really as they said it to me one time I'm like you're when are you gonna stop this joke and I know we're serious this time and so it was uh kind of just all kind of unraveled from from when I saw coach Sullivan at that soccer game at LeBlanc that one day so then why teaching so that was I'm gonna say that one's fate um I went to Truman wanting to athlete actually be an athletic trainer. 
um, because I knew that I had loved sports and I, the human body and injuries and getting athletes, something about getting athletes back on the field is such an amazing um, process. Um, but then when I went to go to orientation and like sign up for all my classes, they were like, oh girl, you can't do that. Um, they were like, you are playing soccer. And so the clinical hours that you would have to put into athletic training, you know, that wouldn't work with, with that schedule. And so I had gone in between athletic training and teaching. And so I'm saying fate has pretty much landed me in, in education, which I love, I love everything about it. So it worked out the way that it should have, but, um, yeah, it's teaching is a lot like coaching. They're very similar. Um, so yeah, it was, that was not the original plan, but I feel like in the, you know, in the works, God had it all planned out for me. So. Well, and I think you picked the right level. Um, as someone who has kids, basically, basically, you know, from the age of like one to seven kind of sucks. Um, (laughs) um, but I think, I feel like fourth grade is when kids become kind of cool again until they become teenagers it's like that perfect in between of I still need your help and I'm not fully independent and so it's like that perfect in between but I I really I I wouldn't want to go I don't think above fourth grade but I wouldn't mind going to the lower grades I like the littles they're just as fun they're just a little bit more need a little bit more management so (sighs) but they're they're great too I think it's probably why so many women are teachers I feel like they have the patience to handle that um because I don't know what I would do with you know 27 year olds um I just don't know how I'd handle it um so now we can kind of move on to um where you are now um in that first year um and I think it was actually there for your guys's first game uh as a program um, when you took that job, when you took the job and, accept, you know, wanted to build that program, uh, what were the first steps in doing that? Well, we, at first, before we even added soccer, um, we kind of just wanted to make sure that we had the numbers there to support it if we did. Um, and so we kind of surveyed the upcoming groups and that was really cool to see because there was a lot of interest, um, And then it came to a point where we were at the school board and I'm pretty sure there was like a group of girls at the school board meeting that no one ever (laughs) attends waiting to figure out if soccer was going to be added. And then pretty much from there, it was just, um, I had, I also coached junior high basketball and I, at one point had coached junior high softball here. And so I really just started going around and trying to get anybody to just come out and try it. Um, and I think that was the biggest part that needed to happen for the program to really, to do something with, like to get it started was trying to get people to come out even though they had never played um, because trying a new sport at, in, a high, in high school, that's like kind of sort of terrifying. I feel like it's something that you've never really done before. And so um, I kind of just really tried to almost recruit girls, but it got to a point to where I was even just like, don't buy any of your stuff. Just like the first week of practice, for example, I had like 18 girls. And after like the two days I had 
a couple girls saying, I might come and try this because they, they had left soccer and they were having so much fun with it that they started talking. And so it was to a point where I was even like, don't buy your stuff, just come out, try it. If you like it, then go buy your stuff. And so just even getting them that, because another problem too, is you have girls like, I don't want to start and then have to quit if I don't like it. I'm like, I get that. You wouldn't be quitting. Like you, I mean, you know, in a sense you would be, but, um, so really getting girls to even come out and just, and I'm, I tell them all the time, I'm like, I promise you, I will coach you how to play soccer. Like that's my job. You just come out, show up and give your effort. And I will, prom- I promise you, you will learn how to play the sport. And if you try your hardest, you probably will end up not being terrible at it. Um, if you just listen and learn and try, that's all you really have to do. Cause I'll, I'll do the rest. And so um, that was probably the biggest thing that I really tried to do was to get people to just come give it a shot, because if not, then I don't think I would have had the numbers that I even had that first um, first year. And having already built a connection with them in the previous sports, it was easy to like go to those girls and be like, are you playing soccer? And they're like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, you better be playing soccer. And so that was one of the biggest things. And then from there, it was just, you know, making sure we had everything and we were ready to go. And the girls were so scared and, you know, unsure of the first practice they were out there and that you hear him like, as you're walking around, oh, gosh, we suck at this. And so like just seeing the growth that they made from the beginning to the end of that first season was, it, it, it was, it's awesome to just think that, you know, many of these girls have only played almost six months of their life. And so that was, I think that biggest piece was really just trying to get them to give it a shot. Um, and what was, because I feel like this could go either way. Um, when you have kids that have never played a sport versus taking on kids that, you know, maybe have been playing for 12, 13 years, whatever it is, was it, was there any part of that that was easier? Um, because you're given a blank slate basically. Yeah, I would, I, I would say so. Yes. Um, and the, the, two the two or three that we did have that played they were excellent leaders um in in trying to do what they can um and so it's also it just it it takes a lot to also use that blank slate though um because in all reality what they really needed was not they needed the drills and they needed all of those things but it came down to a point where really what they truly needed was just experience in a game-like situation. And sometimes it's hard to create those when you're playing your own players. Um, And so really it was a lot of drills, touches, passes, like the real simple things. But I'm going to be honest, I spent a lot of practices watching soccer Um, and, and letting the girls stop and ask questions, letting them see what what the goal is, what our end goal would be. Now it's professional. So, you know, we're not going to end up professional, but like letting them see what that good soccer looks like. And then hoping that we can take partial of that and apply it to our game. And I think that was one of the best things that helped our girls last year was just sitting down and watching soccer because it allowed me to pause and explain what was happening or uh, allowed them to ask questions. Um, 
for example, offsides is one of the hardest things for people to, to ever understand. And so it was really good for us to sit down and see that in a more real life situation. And so um, it was good, but it was also kind of, you know, it brings your skill, you know, your skill level isn't where it needs to be. So sometimes doing drills that you want to do aren't going to be as successful because you don't have those other pieces quite yet. And so there were definitely ups and downs, but it wasn't the effort that the girls put in made it not so of a challenge because they were willing to pretty much do whatever I asked them to do and, and do it to their best ability, which I mean, shows on, on their, in their game too. So, um, that was definitely not a bad thing because of the girls that I had and the effort that they, they put in to get where they are now. Um, and so how do you handle, um, then this week? Um, now I guess it could go either way. Um, they could be feeling a lot of pressure or because they're so new to it, maybe it doesn't hit the same way. Uh, how do you see them handling it? And then, you know, as a coach, how do you kind of keep them, you know, settle down and uh, getting ready for playoff soccer? You know, we, uh, before the, the, the season started, we, we set a lot of, uh, per, we set team goal, we set a team goal and we set, um, they each got to write down some goals that we wanted to work on as a team. And so I think really for us, it's just continuing to get better um, every single day. And, you know, I think that they're, we've been trying to just keep it, you know, just like any other day. Um, it's just another game, one, one game at a time. And, and that's kind of the mindset that we have and just making sure that we do everything that we can to be prepared for whatever comes at us on, on Saturday. Um, doing things that we know that we can work on and continue to improve on in practice um, and different things like that is just been, it's been what's I think keeping us at that level head. And um, I will say going into the LeBlanc game um, and leading up to it and just leading up to districts, we had quite a big gap um, between that that last season game to our first district game and then to the game against LeBlanc. And it's, it's hard to describe, but you could tell they were just right in, in the right head space. Um, that they were like present, they were, it's the, the way I, the only way I can describe it is they were in the right headspace. And um, the last practice, I really felt that they were still in that right headspace, just, you know, ready for whatever, focused for whatever. And um, towards the end of the season, we, uh, and I think one of the, I think it was the loss against Lafayette, you know, they were pretty bummed because it, it was, we, we were, we were dead tired and we had played so many overtime games and they were just, they were dead. And I, I kind of looked at them and just kind of be like, you know what guys, it's, it's a part of the game. You know, some days you just can't, you can't get the job done at the end of the day. And, and that's when we kind of really started looking at the big picture um, and what the possibilities could be if we were to look at the big picture. And so I feel like we kind of have that with that, with a big picture in mind, just staying focused on, you know, the things that we can control to help us get to that, that end, that big picture. 
And so it's been good. I think it's been, it's been a good, I'm excited for the rest of the week. And I think the girls are, I think they're, you know, ready. At least I hope they are. We're going to, we're going to do our best to be there and be ready. So, but I have all faith in them. They, if they come out and play their game, then it should, you know, that's all I ask of them is to play their game and play their best and whatever the outcome is. We had a, a, a great season. If it's, if it's an outcome we don't like, and if it's an outcome we do like, then we're going to do the same thing and hopefully keep, keep going on. So. Well, um, you probably would like to go home at some point. Um, but before you do, um, I like to end these with uh, a stupid little game that I created myself and I call it the pick six. I'm going to give you six questions. Um, they're just short answers. Uh, whatever comes to mind. Um, I tried to center them around soccer um, and some other things. Um, and one of my favorite things, and mostly it's it's European soccer um, because it's it's just it's a whole different thing over there. And it, it's fun to see the things they do. Like, um, oh, was it last week? There was one Italian club that took to the streets and was celebrating um, – you know, their rival getting relegated or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, but the first one I'm going to give you is, um, what is your favorite soccer term? Oh, man. Yeah, I kind of have to go. I, nutmeg is pretty good. It's a pretty good one. What is nutmeg? Oh, my gosh. Between their legs? Ah. Never heard that? I haven't heard of that one. No. Oh, no. it's whenever it's whenever the ball gets between their legs. It's, uh, <laughs> and I try to do it even when I'm writing stories. So some I people say my... Meg, they megged you, so you can do either way, but that's one of the ones. And so we actually have a, you can't get, <laughs> you can't get megged, for it, or you get push-ups in practice. So like if you're just standing around and someone gets a ball right between your legs, it's it's 10 push-ups. We've just we recently just did that. It was something that my coach had uh had done at Truman. And so uh I kind of was like one day someone had did it. Someone's like, oh, that's 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 five push-ups. And they're like, what? I'm like, oh yeah. So now they chat, they try and get each other. It's real fun. Um overtime, do you like the way it is used? Or would you prefer like going straight to penalty kicks? Mm, that's a tough one. Are you talking about high school soccer, like, or in general soccer? Just in general. Personally, I like the idea of overtime and and in the gold, like the gold, the golden goal idea. Um, just because in the end. PKs are great, but I don't think they truly show sometimes the better team and, yeah. and, and the better soccer playing team. I understand you got one-on-one -on -one with a goalie, um, but that's not, that's not playing the game of soccer. You, you know, does that make sense? Like, I don't know yeah, if that makes yeah. sense, but, um, <laughs> but I, but I under, I like that, you, you know, you come out with a, a winner through that sometimes you could play and play and play and play and never have a score I mean I hate ties so um 
I like the overtime in the sense that I feel like it still gives a team an opportunity to show what they're capable to, capable to do in a game-like situation. What is your, do you have a favorite European club? So one of my favorite all-time players was Bastian Schweinsteiger and he played for Germany and then he, he was a big Bayern Munich. He played for them for a really long time. Um, and so I would say them, I also have strong German heritage. And so I have firsthand experience, you know, the th crazy fans I got to go and to, to Stuttgart, Voth B Stuttgart and watch them play. And when I was in like eighth grade and they actually set the fans, the stands on fire, like it was insane, but it is super amazing. But I would probably say them just because a lot of my, like I'm a big German national team fan. And so a lot of them play for Bayern and that that's where I would probably land. Do you have a favorite movie or TV show or, okay, maybe not favorite, but when it comes to dragons, what is a favorite TV show or movie that involves dragons? Oh gosh. Okay. I've I'm a big game of Thrones. <sighs> I, I yeah. like game of Thrones, but I, if I'm going to be honest, the first movie that popped into my head was Shrek for some reason. Oh, that's so much better than Game is, of Thrones, too. Isn't it? Isn't it the second one where they have to go like save the dragon or something, like in a castle? Mm. I swear, there's some type of dragon involved in the Shrek. I think movie. you need. I think you need to revisit the Shrek movies. I Your swear, fourth graders would dragon. love it. I there's swear, there's a dragon. I mean, there's a dragon in it. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's for some reason that was the first thing that popped into my head when it came to dragons. But I was a big Game of Thrones fan, except for when they the way they ended it. I hated the ending. It yeah, was like up until they did the ending, I really liked it. Except for okay. they killed a lot of people that I liked too. But favorite soccer movie. Oh man. You put me on the spot. I'm terrible with movies. The one, is it uh, Kicking and Screaming? That's a pretty good one. one. That's yeah. a pretty good one. I'm a, I, I like Will Ferrell. That's a pretty decent one. What about The Big Green? Was that the oh, when we were kids? I don't know, but I was also a big, like, uh, there, Bend It Like Beckham. I mean, that's a, yeah. like, I, I really like that one. And there's another one, I think it's called Go, Go For The Goal. Like, super random movies that were, like, on Netflix and stuff are actually, like, pretty decent. You should watch Ted Lasso if you haven't. Okay, I have not. I'll have to add it to oh. it. Oh, it is so good. It is so good. Um, and the last one, use one word to describe the feeling of beating LeBlanc. Oh, Proud. Proud. And just, yeah, that would probably be my word. I'm so proud of these girls. Like, they make me want to cry, like talking about them. It makes me want to cry just because they've done so much and I'm just so proud and I'm so happy for them. Um, and it just, the effort that they've put in, you know, it paid off. Um, and they just play with so much heart. And so just extremely proud for them and happy for them. So proud and happy together.
if I could do like smush them together. <laughs> uh, you, you do enjoy talking and that's fine. That's great for me. Um, so I figured the one word would be difficult for you. Yes, it is. I have a hard time. <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing this and wish you guys the best of luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it.